0: hey everyone thanks for joining into this joining into this special extended extended version um it's kind of all over the place i botched the first episode this is the second version of it so whatever what it's long good luck trying to finish it whatever i'm going to start a new one right now i'm going to kind of pick up where i left off after the extended. yeah whatever just good luck first segment. It's a little bit different. We did the first one in the vocal booth. The whole episode was botched. That's my fault. So this is the second version of this episode. Like the half of it is still the way it should have been, but the first half was totally a mess. Um, That's my fault. Probably from waking up in such a stupor, but I did want to just go over everything that I went over in the first segment before, and that was shakira white's podcast black and carefree and the air is on yes i wanted my audio quality to be better i wanted to emulate her podcast but it's too hot up here it's just flat out too hot the air has to be on sometimes unless i wake up really early so or unless it's snowing but that's where we are right now and a couple of things happened in between publishing that podcast and just now which is only a few hours time but a couple of things just happened now that i I hope I'm not getting I'm getting delusional or losing my mind, which wouldn't be surprising either way, but a few things happened and I'm I'm wondering it has me thinking more and more about like the self-fulfilling prophecies and self-sabotage and just like how valid those concepts or those ideas are. I was adamantly ardently against the idea of self-sabotage. I would go over and over there's no way that I could be a mastermind such a mess such a wreck in the experiences that I've had since April there's just no I'm not that my IQ is not that high I don't plan that far out ahead there's no way I could time it here and time it there And once this happens and this is gonna happen there's no way and before I start to get into all that let me real quick real quick about Shakira White's podcast, Black and Carefree. The reason why I'm bringing it up here is because she inspired me to have a better better audio content and quality and to prepare the show a little bit better and have more of a direction and idea of where I, where I want to go, what I want to talk about, stay on topic, don't get distracted and try to begin with an idea and end with the same idea and talk about it in the middle, right? It's not that hard of a concept to, to grasp but I'm all over the place all the time. And so just listening to her podcast yesterday randomly, um, I was waiting to sell some things locally. um, And as I'm waiting around, I was like, let's find a podcast. Let's find just a random podcast. I have no idea what it's about. I've never heard it before. I don't know who that person is. And part of the reason why I did that is because I have this idea that maybe there's a couple going on a road trip. They're going to say, hey, you want to listen to some of this? Listen to a podcast. Something we never listened to, yeah. And so then they put on the Bling Vera podcast and become the biggest fans and send me a bunch of money. And that's how that idea went. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. but So I tried to ap- approach it yesterday while I was waiting around um, for people to show up. Like, put on something. Just do what you want people to do with your podcast. And put on a random podcast and see what it's about. See if you enjoy it. See what it sounds like. I don't know what I was expecting black and carefree to sound like. I don't know what I expected Shakira White's voice to sound like. Um, <laughs> it's funny that I'm just like, uh, um, because I was expecting somebody else making a podcast. The first part, the intro that they would do, they'd be like, uh, welcome to the, uh, hey, uh, we don't, uh, hey, it's like joking around, lots of noise, there's like bad audio quality, a bunch of inside jokes. Sounds like this podcast, right? I mean, right, rat. Right. And it's like, no one can follow it. No one knows what's going on. It's boring change it, right? Like this podcast. But with her podcast, it was concise. It was to the point. She had a topic. Her voice sounded nice. Her audio quality was perfect. And I was like, this is not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting it to be like top-notch stellar but it was top-notch stellar and it made me feel inadequate and like it made me be ashamed of my podcast and all the bad audio that I record with lately. Um, And as I say that the air is on, it's just too hot up here, it's just too hot. But I'm glad, I'm I'm so glad I got to listen to it. I'm so glad it was inspiring. Um, I talk about it a lot more in in the middle and and kind of in the end, but um, she talked about just so many things, Um, life's choices, Uh, fate sort of being put in positions where it's like God is speaking to you kind of or or, uh, you feel like you're inspired to do something or to not do something or to take a different path Um, all those things Uh, ignorance she talked about ignorance being bliss if you don't know about something how could you how could you be upset about it or how could you be involved with it if you don't know of its existence and that type of uh, conversation is so like refreshing to hear for one but like like why can't i why can't i make my podcast like hers why what's wrong with like like how do i make my podcast more like hers and so i need to work on the audio content a lot a lot more and quality and even the production value of things and and add things in in this episode i talked about census fail as usual um, when they harmonize and say no i made a big mistake i added added that in here and i had like get it perfect it's still not perfect but anyway anyway i had to delete the entire last episode after it was published because this wasn't getting updated nothing was happening and i don't like doing that and then i got to thinking a little bit like like a, a really about self-sabotage and talking to my dad on sunday trying to have him help me out with my phone bill just just to help get me if you are in so deep of a hole. You can't pay your phone bill. You can't... Everything's just teetering on one thing. That one thing collapses and then everything else collapses. Dominoes fall after that. If you can't get help... Un, like, judgment-free help. If, if, it, if it can't happen, you're going to get stuck there. It, it You're going to get left behind. Not intentionally, really. Not maliciously. It, it, you just start to fall behind. And... If you ask for help, like I did, I realized how difficult it was for me to even ask for help, let alone how difficult it is for me to receive help once I ask for it. It's been such a learning experience these past two months with everything that's happened. With all the misfortune that I've gone through, thinking that, okay, this is the bottom, this is as as bad as it's ever going to get, we're good from here. Like, and it just, something else happens, or something else interferes, something else comes along, another domino falls from that first domino. But in between now, and the last episode that I published, after I've completely botched it, was a couple of ex- of experiences here, and I'll talk to, talk to you about them. The first thing is, I have all of my jeans, I do my laundry in sections, I'm sure others do too, but I'll do like all the shirts and then all the jeans and then all the socks and, and everything. I can combine the socks and the underwear or the shirts and the jeans sometimes if there's not very many, but typically I'll wait long enough towards it's like, okay, here's the load of jeans. That goes on dryer. I'll take it out, load of shirts. And so that way it's easier for me at least to hang things up, fold them, keep track of them and make sure that everything's clean kind of at once. Underwear and socks, shirts and pants. Or if there's enough, one load each. But there's one thing I've noticed about laundry. just a side note. It's that you can't wash your sheets and your shirts and your jeans all in one. It's not gonna work. Something's going to go wrong, damn it. And so did I just sabotage myself or what, by saying that? trying to, if I, in the future, trying to wash my comforter and my jeans and a a couple pillowcases and a shirt or something, like something's gonna get ripped or torn up. I don't know, but my past experience has been when you overload the washing machine, um, it doesn't work the way you want it to and it's better to put less clothes in than more. And also, just wash watch the comforter on its own. Wash the comforter on its own. Don't try and throw in a pillow, don't try to throw in a pillowcase. One thing at a time, some sheets, do it that way. That's what I've noticed. If you pay for laundry, it gets expensive, but that's how it goes. It, it works better. Now, that being said, I did a bunch of laundry whatever night, a couple nights ago. I, I, on the podcast you guys need to listen go back and listen to it well when when i want to do something sometimes i'm indecisive about something or i'm going to talk about the experiences now here we, here we go we're back on track we're talking about the experiences that just happened between the botched episode and now and this first segment is actually going to be a little bit extended it's the first time we're going to do an extended first segment this is quite an episode i'll, I'll say a lot of production actually went into this one now, when I wake up in the morning, I can be spiraling out of control sometimes. I can panic. I don't know where it comes from sometimes. Sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's completely just panic attack, panic mode. What are we going to do? Out of nowhere. For no reason. Doesn't make sense. Completely illogical. Doesn't make sense. Upside down. Um, and why I get like that some mornings, it's uh, who knows. But today I was kind of, yeah, not the best morning. I had a very long night last night. And I was kind of... Doing the thing that I do and fluctuating back and forth from, like, everything's over, I give up now, and, you know, I'll, you know whatever. Everyone feels sorry for me. Let's paint my nails black and let's all feel sorry for Bling and listen to Senses Fail. Because I know I made a big mistake. I know I made a big mistake. Okay, extended version of the first segment. Here we go. Coming in hot. Ooh. So, Bling, what kind of things, what kind of self-fulfilling prophecies could have happened Over the past couple of hours between the botched episode and this second half of the first extended segment? That's a good question. That's an excellent question. Thanks for asking that question. Well, in the mornings I can't sometimes make up my mind and I know I've needed to wash those jeans. I'm not out of jeans but I needed to wash those jeans before I am out of jeans and I was kind of back and forth on it I went downstairs and I was looking at the washing machine, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Let's, let's just go. Let's get some beer, get some water. We'll come back, and we'll do laundry then. I was like, wait, how much do I have on my account to do these laundry? Because, I, yes, I do pay for laundry. Yes, I do. I mean, I guess we all kind of pay for laundry, though. We all do. And I was like, you know what? Let's go back upstairs. Let's grab our jeans, and let's throw them in, let's throw them in the washer. That way, when we get back from getting water and beer, we'll just throw them in the dryer. And do it that way. How much money is on my account? Mm, Three dollars. That's usually not, that's enough to do one load, of, but is it enough to dry them? And so that's why I ran into the problem. And I was like, well, if it's a dollar seventy-five to wash, can we just run like a not full cycle of the dryer, like twenty-five cents maybe, or because we didn't, we never use the full cycle of the dryer anyway. Sometimes we don't even use the dryer at all. And so I was like, well, let's go down and see. Like maybe there's a cheaper. Like wash, like a quick wash or something where it's not dollar maybe it's seventy five cents. So, I go back down there. The washing machine doesn't have; it's only it's a and more up. You do a power wash for two twenty five, yeah. Can wash your comforters for two twenty five. Get laundered. It's a commercial washing machine though. It's going to be okay. It's Maytag. Says. And I was like, that's a good idea. I think that'll work. We'll do one load of laundry. The, the jeans that we need to we need to wash dollar $1.75. We'll take them out. We'll put in 50 cents in the dryer. We'll call it a day. Boom. Bang. And so I'm trying to connect to the Bluetooth thing. Um, I'm trying to figure out if anyone has a load of laundry in there already. Because I hate, I hate YouTube videos or uh, YouTube commercials. Can't stand YouTube commercials. Can't stand them. And I also cannot stand fighting for the freaking... Uh, washing machine I can't I don't like using a public washing machine I don't have any choice really right now with the studio this is not a really an option um I don't yeah so I just try to do it all at once I don't like it when someone comes in the middle or someone tries to do something someone tries to say something or someone just you know I hate it I can't stand it so instead of going down there and like jockeying for position and trying to oh, I'm next I got next you're doing another. you have to put another basket up and show everyone that you're doing two loads that way everyone knows Hate it. I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't. So I was like, that's going to work. Let's go up and grab the jeans. Let's go up and grab the jeans. Let's throw them in there and do one. We'll wash them. If, if, if the dryer idea doesn't work, we'll just dry them out. Whatever. Hang them up. Whatever. They'll dry. They're jeans. We don't need to really dry them anyway. Let's go. Run upstairs, grab the freaking big, heavy basket of jeans pick up a couple other items that I can throw in like a like a there's a towel or something a shum I'm like yeah I throw those in the jeans it'll be fine go back downstairs. it took 45 seconds maybe 15 seconds I was like oh no one's there no one's using it let's go let's go come on when I checked the prices no one was using it I was like yeah let's go let's just do it 175 we'll figure out the dryer later but let's let's get on that washing machine now 30 seconds 45 seconds a minute I go back down there and someone's standing in front of the freaking washing machine I'm it was less than a, it had to have been less than a minute because I wasn't wandering around I had my shoes on I don't wander around the studio with my shoes on I purposely left the basket of freaking jeans right there so that I could grab it if when I got back or do whatever so I can't make up my mind I'm doing whatever digging dicking around with prices I'm trying to figure shit out to see if it's going to be a problem with drying them or how much, whatever. Do I have enough on my account? stupid washing machine account? I don't know. Like, yeah, what? Just trying to figure shit out. And, w- and waiting for another 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, someone's standing in front of the wash. Someone put, someone snuck in during that time. And I was like, come on. You mean to tell me those. That those moments of indecision, or I'm trying to, oh, can we do? It? Can we drive for fifty cents, or even put it in for a quarter? How, how long, how long does a quarter last? It's seven minutes for drive. We just put in fifty cents, and maybe we can load some up from our other account. Like just that amount of time, it, I hate it when I have to fight for the wash. I hate it. I've actually had somebody uh, grab my clothes out of the washing machine and like put them into my basket and set them over, like slide them over by the dryer. I'm not that particular about it. I don't really care. Like if you, if you touch my clothes before they go in the dryer, I know it's not like germs and stuff. It's probably gonna get over that temperature anyway. So it's not germs, it's not anything like that. It's just like, I don't want you touching my freaking clothes and like going through my clothes and stuff like, because you want to use the washing machine. And because you're not patient enough to wait like two or three minutes, like this, I don't know, just a. There, there should be a little bit of a buffer. Is it, like, 15 minutes between, you know? 10 minutes. But I, I usually, it's never more than 15, I never let them sit there for more than 15 minutes. There's actually a person around here that used to use the dryer, just leave their freaking stuff in there like for days. And so, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's probably what started all this anyway. So I had that happen in the past where they moved my stuff out of the washing machine and whatever. So today I was like, all right, like, how is this possible? I was trying to avoid this. I was trying to get on top of it. I want to make sure no one was using the washing machine. I was trying to get some money figured out or like, can I do this? Can I dry it? And now someone's using the washing machine. Those moments of indecision, I couldn't pull the trigger I'm not having the best morning as it is like emotionally or mentally I got yeah. and now this is <laughs> and now your genes are ruined and now all my freaking genes are ruined it was just like I couldn't believe it I had just gotten done talking about like self-fulfilling prophecies and you know Allowing doubt into your mind, and that's what causes these things, and uh, my dad was trying to tell me, you know, warn me, you're allowing these things to happen, and I don't know. I don't know. But it pissed me off. It's not the person's fault in front of the washing machine at all. It's the situation, and it's the fact that I was just talking about it. Allowing these ideas into your mind. Um, I don't like it, whatever, and, and just like... And then it happens. It, it immediately happens because of, I couldn't make up my mind, the extra 10 seconds. I, I couldn't believe it. And so I was just like, let's just go, go. Put the freaking jeans back up and let's go. I was like, you you have a pretty good plan. You have a pretty good system now to where you do basically one load of laundry right at the end of the night. You're not supposed to use it after 10 p.m. So what I've been doing is sneaking in there ride at, like, 9.30 and then doing one if it doesn't need to be dried, if it needs to be dried whatever, but oh, great, the kids are here screaming I was thinking even with the air on, we can drown them out but, let's see if they get louder because I just said something about it because I just, the idea I just willed it into existence, right? oh yeah, it's working well shit, is there like an airplane that can just fly overhead right now and kick a freaking box full of cash out and have it fall through the roof here i'm on the top floor i could fall straight through the roof and i'm not gonna tell anyone i am not do anything besides besides use the money let's turn the air conditioning off and and listen to these kids shall we all right sure turn off pretty soon here this is an extended first segment and there's an extended second segment and the third segment's like 45 minutes this is like a three hour this is joe rogan podcast material freaking jordan peterson's gonna Hey, bling, I heard you needed some money. Whoa, Jordan Peterson? Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson at my door right now, giving me cash, and Jordan Peterson's gonna clean up my room for me. Hell yeah. three-hour-long podcast. It is a three-hour-long. This is a record-breaking freaking podcast. You know what I would say if I was that kid's dad or parent, or guardian, babysitter? I would say, hey, bud, could we keep the screaming down around here? Some people are trying to like work and do things. Um, when you scream at those levels, it, it's distracting for them. In fact, some of them are probably trying to record stuff and probably have had many recordings ruined because of your screams. Professional recording, yeah, they're trying to get paid. So here's the deal. We can use our outside voices just fine and no screaming. You can be loud and laugh and run around and play and have time of your life. But just don't scream, okay? And every time he would start screaming, every single time, I would kind of walk over and be like, hey, remember what we were talking about earlier about the screaming? Look, I'll, I'll drive you out by the zoo, and we'll park in the parking lot tonight, and you can just scream as loud as you want. The lions might drown you out. The monkeys screaming too might drown you. The elephants, the giraffes, all of it could drown you out. But you scream as loud as you want, for as long as you want, at anybody you want. That's what we're gonna do tonight, okay? But for right now, while you're playing outside, you can use it. You can yell and have your outside voice all as loud as you want with your outside voice. Just don't fucking scream. So we're out of the booth first episode or first segment's done. Um, so Shakira White's episode yesterday, I wish I knew the name of it. I'll have to go back and look and I'll promote it some more when I do uh, find it. But one thing I was disappointed about with her podcast is that it is it has, there hasn't been a new episode for three months. And that's, I'm not her biggest fan. I haven't gone and listen to all of her episodes. So maybe I'll become her biggest fan. But I haven't listened to all her episodes, so I don't know if that's really fair to have judgment. Like, oh yeah, you haven't updated your podcast in three months. Yeah, I come out with I come out with like five episodes a day. The production value is different with hers and mine. Um, so there's that. I don't know if it's a fair criticism to say like, oh, you haven't done anything for three months. She's like, yeah, I've been i been busy doing other stuff. Um, her episode yesterday was about like. She mentioned God putting you in specific places or God kind of showing you um, different scenarios or you're just, you're given different choices and decisions to make in life. And she was meant, she um, was using God as like the, yeah, as the person with the intention behind whatever, you're going through it's it's because God's will is that's your decision and you ha- it's because God is putting you there no I'm not gonna get into religion uh, or um, like shit I probably should have thought about this a little bit more I'm not gonna get into religion or like the meaning of God or your belief in God or, or anything like that I think you could substitute God with different things like fate even or even mother nature um, there's so many different substitutes and analogies that you can do when it comes to, or just why did life put me in this situation here and what decision do I have to make to get out of it or what decision do I have to make to make it better and how do I do that how do I make that decision or, or even recognizing like this is a difficult situation that I'm in I'm here for a reason and, and what I've given a choice I'm, I have a choice You know, we always have our agency unless you're totally, like, locked up, in which case, it's just super unfortunate. Um, Again, I talked about in the Saturday Morning Book Club, uh, um, uh, the Jewel of the Crown um, and Harry Kumar, when he was... Like, after everything happened, and Ronald Merrick has him... Kind of like humiliating, humiliating him and everything else. Um, There's nothing he can do, Harry Kumar. There's just it's like it's the worst possible scenario that you could have, the outcome that you could have. His the woman that he loves, he fell in love with. She goes through these horrible things, ends up dying. They don't know if the child is his or not. You know, they don't know. She, she dies in childbirth and he's locked up and he's being charged for like rape and like all of this stuff that's just not true. It's all made up. All because someone in power abused our power. And, and if you're in one of those situations where you didn't do anything wrong, you were just trying to live your life and you got locked up, someone was hell-bent on ruining your life for you, like that sucks. And in those type of situations... It's maybe God put you in that unfortunate situation, or whatever. And you can reckon, you can try to uh, sugarcoat it. You can try and look at the bright side. You can try and do whatever, uh, rationalize with yourself of, with what whatever reason you're there. I'd say, in, in my opinion, there's I couldn't sugarcoat something like that. I think I, I would just stop believing in everything if that happened to me. And I can identify with Harry Kumar in The Jewel in the Crown so much, so much. uh, It was probably like one of the most profound books I've ever read besides Bloods by Wallace Terry, which was a uh, uh, a Vietnam novel about African-Americans and people of color on the front lines with the marines and, and such in Vietnam and, and sort of the atrocities of war that happened with them and also the atrocities of war that happened after or the, uh, the the fallout from the atrocities after they got back to the states after the war was over and if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, go back and listen to Jewel in the Crown uh, Saturday morning podcast book club um, anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry so with Shakira's podcast and Carefree, Carefree and Black um, she was talking about making decisions when you're put in or recognizing them or, or just doing what how to navigate when you're in different situations and when you feel like either everything's against you or everything's going for you or maybe there's like a neutral kind of like I, I'm at a crossroads, I have to make a decision now um, I, I need to listen to more of her podcast absolutely and I need to get the name of it I should have done a little bit more research here and Ultimately, though, ultimately, I'll, I'll kind of end it on this. Listen to her podcast for one, but also I was impressed with it inspired me. Her podcast truly inspired me to start taking a little bit more time in, in the intros, in the beginning, and then make it wel- more, a little bit more welcoming, a little bit more warm, if I, if I can. And something that, um, have, try and make it something that other people can identify with. And I I think a lot of times with trading and everything else, there's probably a lot of people out there, a lot of traders out there who can identify with some of the frustrations that I go through uh, with my my ego and pride and and going on top of the world and having everything to, to hear where I'm at now, like bottom of the barrel, constantly, constantly met with adversity and difficulties and struggles and just, it doesn't make sense to me. Even last night, like, I, I walked about 15 miles easily. I'm I, I'm going to research it more tonight. <clears throat> it's exactly how far I walked, but it was probably about 15 miles last night. Total. The kids are outside screaming now. Fantastic. Perfect timing. <laughs> so Maybe I just need to change my attitude, right? But I, I didn't do the YouTube video yesterday because I didn't expect to get caught for like hours and hours just walking. Um, And that comes back to like decisions and choices and trust and mistakes that I made along the way. Now, this is eBay's fault 100%. The fallout that is still happening, even last night, stuff that I don't anticipate happening is eBay's fault. And I know you're thinking to yourself, Bling, how is, how is you walking 15 miles eBay's fault? <laughs> it, it's, the fall, it's, it's the repercussions that happened from eBay's incompetence and stupidity, from their greed, that I'm dealing with. The impact, the individual impact on my life and, and the, the problems that I've been faced with since the beginning of April, since they stole money from the 1500 $1,600 from me. It's been... It's been a nightmare. And I keep thinking to myself... Okay, the worst is... Okay, this is it. The worst is over. We're good now. Let's move on. Let's dust ourselves off. Let's get going. And it's not. It's not over. I'll run into problems like last night. Where I have this... (laughs) Get this idea. This fun, adventurous idea. To... Go... I ride a, scru- a scooter ac- across town thinking it's going to be cool. I, oh, I've got it for the whole day. I've got a 24-hour pass. I can just ride wherever I want to go. And there's no boundaries. There's no, no boundaries or borders. I'm just carefree riding the scooter around. And then I get to the west side, and I, I realize that these scooters, uh, whether or not legal or what, I don't know. I don't know. But it stopped working as I'm far deep into, like, this other part of the city, or deep into it, to where I can't, I'm <laughs> uh If I walk back, um, the distance, it, it, it didn't make, it was uh, the point of no return. I'd gone so far that it was the point of no return, but there's no more scooters. I, I'm, like, stuck. I could go, sure, I could go back and just... Uh, Change my plan, come up with a plan B, or maybe scooter idea wasn't so good after all. But at that you know, at the same time, if I walked back. I know I made a big mistake. If I walked back, I it's the same distance as if I would have just kept going. And in my head, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic about things. I'm trying to say, like, oh, there's probably some more scooters over this way. Oh, whatever. And the more I walked, the farther I got, the more I realized like. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure this part of the city they haven't approved these scooters they haven't uh it's against it's illegal to drive these scooters over here on this part of the city it just is or maybe it's not profitable for the companies or whatever there's no scooters here on this part of the city and I was walking uh, a long time <laughs> a long time and I was I guess you could say I was kind of prepared for it, but kind of not. I needed more water. Um, and I definitely should have got more water. But there's a couple obstacles that I hit along the way, and one of them was with Apple Cash. Now, uh, I tried to get a refund yesterday for this, but so I have uh, I can't stand YouTube commercials. I can't stand them. I will pay whatever premium, at least. Uh, 15 dollars is probably the limit that I'll pay. So I'm paying basically $17 a month with tax to avoid freaking YouTube commercials. I can't stand them. The little pop-up things on the screen, I can't stand them. I hate pop-ups. When it comes to marketing and shit like that, when it's intrusive, and like the whole purpose of paying for (laughs) this service is to stop these intrusive things from happening, I don't like that. But at the same time, It's like, well, if there's certain uh, services that you almost, yeah, I wouldn't say have to have, but anyway, if there's certain services that I'm not willing to give up yet, but I can't stay on the commercials, I'll pay 15 bucks. So I just realized yesterday that I've I've been paying uh, YouTube just through like my Gmail account or something. And I've also been paying for the same, same subscription with my Apple Cash, Apple Pay. It's uh, just kind of an automatic subscription. So I'm like, I need to cancel that. I need to get a refund. And it was the same day. So it wasn't like a month later or two weeks later. It's the same day. The kids are in the alley. they showing up just in time. They're like, oh, cool. He's making a podcast. get over there. Make some noise. Start screaming. Oh, they might not have started screaming yet. But they will. But so two things. Yesterday I called Apple. The whatever said contact Apple. Apple. Cash customer care or something. And it went straight to, started ringing, someone answered, someone tried to help me. It was good. It was good, I was, surpri- I was surprised. I didn't get transferred, no one's like, oh, I can't find your account, or I don't know, what's the pin number? Like, it worked. I talked to someone, they were speaking my language, were communicating, it was perfect. It was, I was relieved when it happened. And he's like, you should see a refund within 48 hours. I was like, okay, no, no problem. He's like, if it doesn't show up, I can dispute it and everything else. But he's like, it should, it should show up. Should I just give it 48 hours? i was like, cool, totally cool. And then I go pay for the scooter. I look at my Apple Cash. I look at uh, my Cash app. I'm like, wow, there's extra money here. This didn't, that, that extra payment to YouTube, it, it didn't interfere with anything. There's still money on both of these things. I'm yeah, I'm good. Hell yeah. And (laughs) yeah, as I'm on the west side of Salt Lake City, deep into the west side of Salt Lake City. And now that I'm on foot, um, I noticed some scooters, except they're not, they're not the company. It's not the brand that I had paid for a 24 hour pass for. It's a different brand. It's a different service. And they charge $350 per hour or per to unlock fee. I think it's 350 per hour and then however much per minute or whatever mile or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But when I saw that and I realized the whole 350 unlock fee or per hour, I, I, I probably could have swung that okay. I could have swung it okay. It was the fact that I think you have to have a certain deposit amount on your first ride or something. I think it was like $50, something and it wasn't a free ride your first ride's free it wasn't that it was you have to have a deposit of this amount and i i just it was like i I got a flashback until when i was like oh great oh youtube didn't fuck me up this time that double payment didn't mess me up this time and i was like i was like that double payment messed me up didn't it Uh I would've had enough if it wasn't for that double payment, huh? Yeah. And it's like, I just wanted to kick something. I wanted to kick something. Um, Gosh, I was like, I'm almost about to cry now, just thinking about it, my head hurts. I have a freaking headache now. Uh, and no, I did chug like a 20 ounce thing of Gatorade just a minute ago. Um, I can't remember the last time I, chug 20 ounces straight without taking a breath. Just give me a second here. I'm sorry. So I wanted to kick something really, really hard. Like, I wanted to freaking kick my my American-made boots through a freaking brick wall if I could. (laughs) If I could. I wanted to kick one of those, those scooters, that's for sure. I wanted to kick a freaking scooter. Um... It, it was like I had a flashback and it was like I, I put myself right there to when I was thinking, oh, usually this messes me up and double payment didn't mess me up. Did I got extra money in it. Oh my God. It was like, yeah, that payment messed me up. I have to walk, keep walking, huh? Yeah. And why was I walking? What was I doing? I owed this person money and I had been telling him I'd be by since Sunday and I wasn't, I saw not come by yet. So I was like, I text them that afternoon. I think I mentioned this. If I if I do publish it, I'll publish this one first. And I'll we'll have the, yeah. like, this is what happened last night. You guys can hear it. So the episode after this one's probably going to be what happened last night. <laughs> but I, I had been telling this person for, since Sunday that I was going to come by and pay them back. Because they were generous enough to help me out. For like two weeks, they, they gave me a little extra, right? And... They've done that in the past. There's somebody I can rely on. And, and I've never ever stiffed them. I've never ever been late. Um, and I've, I've never like, tried to skirt out of it. I've never tried to uh, like, give them less than they gave me. I've always tried to give them more than what they gave me. And that's, that's what I did last night. <clears throat> I came through. But I've been telling them that I was going to come through on Sunday. In fact... I even told them I'd come through that morning. I, I told... There we go. There we go. As long as it's not the one that's like chirping, I don't care. They can scream and cry as much as they want. As long as it's not the one who like uh, realizes no one's paying attention to them and no one's listening to them and they'll start screaming. They'll, they'll purposely start being even louder. And yeah, it turns into a big mess with that kid outside. But these kids are good. These kids are well-behaved and tame. They're not feral children but this person really helped me out last night or last couple of weeks and they were really really patient and i told them i'd be there yesterday morning and i wasn't and i texted him in the afternoon i said hey come hell or high water i'm gonna get there tonight and i'll give you that money back i promise you come hell or high water i'm gonna come by today and i'm gonna pay you back and he gets like a thumbs up or like okay whatever yeah i heard that on on sunday except yeah i was saying come hell or high water i i said i'm gonna make it there tonight i'm gonna give you that money back i'm gonna give you extra even and i could use the little extra that i'm giving you i've kind of regret saying i'd give you this much extra and it wasn't a ton extra i mean i could have just taken an uh, that extra five bucks would have gone a long way especially today um totally it would have but i i wanted to come through I wanted to be honest. I wanted this person to make sure that they could trust me in the future. I didn't want to ask them for money again for probably like another six months or something, or three months, yeah, probably more than like three months. <laughs> in August. But, uh in my head, I'm thinking I can't ask this person for like, you know, the handout for another six months. And, I, I appreciate people's word. I appreciate um, people's work ethic and stuff. I, I appreciate honesty, but there's something about just being like not not necessarily like true to your word. It it's like it's like you're either gonna come through or you're not, and it has nothing to do with like I'm a man of my word. Oh, my word is ever my word is my bond. It it's not. It's not like that. I think it's above that. It's... Are you going to come through or not? I don't care about what you're saying or or what you said. Like, I don't care. I don't care about what you said or if you always keep your word. I don't. Like, that shit doesn't matter to me completely. What matters to me is if you're really actually going to come through. Not, well keep your word or what you said or that's what you said. That's not what you said yesterday. I thought you said... I don't care what you said. Are you gonna come through or not? If you, if you say you're gonna come through on Monday, and you say you're gonna come through on Wednesday morning, and you're still not here, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this now, you know? That's what I don't like. And it, I, in the past, with this, with this person, I've known them for about, well, it's been years. It's been about, yeah, a good solid four years. Probably over four years. Um, good friend. A good friend, excellent friend. Um, someone who cares, someone I can count on, someone I trust, someone I absolutely trust, totally. Um, totally. To make like good decisions if I'm with them or just whatever. It's it's someone who I would if there was like an apocalypse, I'd absolutely be like, Yeah, I'll I'll be with that group, please. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with money, it has nothing to do with status, it's just like that's someone I trust. He's a good person. He trusts me. We're good people. We got along quite well from the beginning. And that's that, right? I've never let him down like this before. I've never been like three days behind before. I don't ask him for uh, like advances very much, very often. Uh, I try to keep it minimal whenever it happens. I try to make sure it's like, 24 hours, 48 hours. It's not very long, it's just I messed some shit up. Uh, I, you know, I timed some shit wrong. <clears throat> and it's usually about 48 hours. But now it had been about two weeks that that he let it slide and that we're, you know, kind of working things. He understood, he understood, it was fine. But three days ago on Sunday, when I, when I did not come through, that was like the first time that that's happened in four years the first time it's happened in four years. And so I think my word, whatever I've said in the past, my words, my bond, like whatever I've said in the past, it doesn't matter, I've always come through. I could have said, no, I'll have a tea on Sunday and come through on Saturday, you know, even early, when, earlier than I've said, right? Cool, yeah, I trust Bling, he's cool, yeah. Bling's always early, Bling's always early. And, and this time, I'm, I'm such, I'm so underwater because of everything that's happened since April, that he understood why I was late, he understood why I needed more, he understood all of it. Um, but I think he was having a hard time being patient with the past seventy-two hours. I knew it. I would be very impatient too if it were me, and if it was that amount of money on the line, and if and if someone kept telling me, "Oh no, no, I'll, yeah, I'll be there on Sunday, I'll, uh, you know, I'll Wednesday morning," and I'm not there on Wednesday morning, <laughs> and it's it, it that would start. I'd raise an eyebrow and I'd be like, damn it, I probably shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have lent them that much. This is the most I've ever lent them. This is the longest it's ever gone. And he he screwed me, didn't he? Like he fucked me, didn't he? On this amount of money, of course. He kept his little, his little, oh man of my word. And he's paying early for four years, he was paying early, coming through early. And then now that he gained that trust after four years, he asked for more, he asked for it longer. This is the biggest, this is the most I've ever given him. And now he's not coming through. He wasn't here on Sunday. He's not here on Wednesday morning. He fucking blink fucked me, didn't he? And I know that's what he was thinking. I know that's what he was thinking. And that's not what I was trying to do at all. I had zero intention of doing that. I had every single intention of paying this person back on Sunday. It didn't work. I had every single intention on coming through on Wednesday morning, and it didn't work. So when I text him... Uh, in the afternoon yesterday, I said, come hell or high water. I'm going to be there today I'm going to be there today. I'm going to give you that money back Plus a little bit extra just because you've been so patient and you've helped me out in the past I want you to be able to trust me still in the future. It'll come through and I'll give you extra So that you you don't regret it you, So that you just don't regret it I, I just want you to trust me on our uh, relationship to remain the way it is intact Reliable, you know, both of us. So that's why I had to keep going. And it has nothing to do with what I said or my word. I, I, I had to pay this person back for, for the risk that they, they, they stuck their neck out for me. And so it didn't matter how far I had to walk. It didn't matter how long it took. I was going to get there yesterday. Come hell or high water, I was going to get there yesterday. Um, and yeah, this is the third segment, so I, I can take a little bit longer and probably go off on a couple of tangents here. Um, I had to ask, I had to call my dad and ask for help to get my phone back on and all that other shit uh, last week and, and it worked out and things were good. And I'm happy about it, I am. Um, but when I was talking to my dad, he said like bling, you're doing this to yourself you're inviting this on yourself these are self-fulfilling prophecies that you're doing now I was like, I don't know dad I don't, know. I don't want to listen to that, I don't want to hear that dad Like, could you just give me some money for my phone bill please and he's like, whatever you're doing whatever thoughts that you're getting they're, they're coming true, they're creeping in you're, you're allowing it to happen and I'm like, dad, that's not how it works man like, Dad, I've been thinking about being a millionaire for you know, a few months now. I'm thinking about trying to get out of this hole for a few weeks now, I'm trying to get out of this hole. If you wouldn't mind just giving me a couple, you know, just taking care of my phone bill so I can get back on so I can you know, take care of other stuff and, and, and get out of this hole, please. And that's not what I'm saying, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. My dad's giving me advice. My dad's trying to, to, to share wisdom with his son. And I don't have kids. I don't know what that's like. Um, I've been very, very close to pets before. Um, But you can't talk to pets in that way, really. They don't don't understand They don't talk back and stuff. But uh, I could only imagine what it's like to have this son who's been on top of the world and back at the bottom of the barrel and hasn't asked for help in so long. Now he needs his phone bill paid. It's like, oh man, my son just can't get it right, can he? You know. Uh, someday I'll get it figured out uh he's got all these he's overcome a lot he's got all these accomplishments now and accolades, but he's still just struggling and I uh, my son you know damn and my my dad must have been feeling just just that, or he's proud but he's also disappointed he, he might have thought what did I do wrong or or how can I help him in a way where it's just not giving him money and <laughs> i I have some feelings about that as it is, but I I will save that for another episode. I, I think he wants it, you know, self-sufficient. He takes care of himself. He doesn't ask for money, you know, for his phone bill and stuff. I, that's what that's what the goal is, right? Um so I, I understand a life lesson and everything But <laughs> he's trying to give me wisdom. He's he's trying to to tell me, like, through his life he's experienced these things he's not saying one time when I was you know your age he was just saying how are these things happening to you and how are these thoughts creeping in to where you allow them to happen and I that's so what you're full full shit that's not true that's not how it works that's not how life works because I've been trying to get myself out of this hole forever if that was the case all these thoughts that I'm having of trying to get out of here that should have paid off a long time ago like I've been struggling since April here because of somebody else's actions, some other bullshit, but whatever. That's the that's the situation I'm in now, and that's what happened. But last night, as I'm walking, my feet hurt. Everything hurts. I've, I've been walking so far. I've had some time to think. <laughs> I had some time to just think. As I'm walking into the west side of Salt Lake City. At, you know, 10 p.m. or something. 9 p.m. 9:30 9 p.m. And I left three hours prior and walking for about what, an hour and a half maybe? I was thinking, it's a good thing before I left, I, I took the more comfortable insoles out of those other shoes that make like squeaky sounds when I walk. It's a good thing I took those insoles out and put them in these boots because it's a lot more comfortable walking. I was like, wait a minute, wait. Hold on. Rewind it a little bit. You took the insoles out of those shoes that you usually walk long distances in, and you put them in your boots because they're more comfortable and whatever. You're you basically anticipating walking tonight, weren't you? I'm like, no. I wanted to ride the scooter all the way there. That's what I was trying. It was, a, it was an adventurous scooter ride to the other part of town. That's, that's what the goal was. That's what the intention was. And it's like, well, well, then what's up with the insoles and the boots then? If you didn't plan on walking, why not just wear the shoes that squeak and keep the insoles in those? You, you switch those insoles out for a reason. You're anticipating walking tonight. Whether or not you can say that you, you rented the scooter, you were going to ride this adventure, freaking magic carpet ride. Before you left, you switched the insoles as if that that idea crept in, somehow, and you allowed it to happen. That's crazy talk, that's crazy talk, I don't wanna be walking, I've been walking for an hour and a half, I did not wanna do this, I didn't anticipate this, it's not some sort of self-sabotage, self-fulfilling prophecy bullshit, it's just not, it's not, can't be. And I started to think back to like, well how did this all start, when did this all happen? It was back in April, you know. Those two items that I sold, my greatest fear was getting ripped off for of those two items. I was very attached to them. I did not want them, like, falling into the wrong hands or, or uh, getting stolen or damaged or broken. It was mainly getting stolen and broken were the two things that I just absolutely did not want to happen. Getting lost, stolen, or broken. Three things. It was like I, the, the two items that I absolutely could not handle losing or breaking just some stupid accident i, I just the thought of it it, it was like a nightmare it made me cringe i was like no 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 I, that's why i was reluctant to sell them i was like no. it hasn't happened in the past you you haven't just sell them it's gonna be fine it's gonna work out and it didn't work out and it, it caused it it, it it caused so much damage after the fact and still months later now um, going into June here like two months later yeah it's getting you know dominoes are still falling car gets repoed like all this stuff that happened I this I, 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 this fear that I had and, and thinking I could get through it and just thinking like oh I can do this I, you know it's gonna work out I'll get the money sooner don't worry it's not gone it's not stolen I'll get it sooner I'll get it before July Fucking, I don't even know if I'm gonna get it in July but I was convinced I was going to get it before July or it, it wouldn't just be gone and stolen and just gone. But it's gone. It's stolen. It's gone. And and I don't know. Maybe I, that's my fault for just fearing it so much or allowing that idea to creep in or whatever. But, like, it rang true last night as I'm walking. Like, I allowed these... Ideas, these possibilities to happen and to show up in, in my mind and I I made them real somehow or I allowed them to happen. You no, know, it's a little bit new agey and it's a little whatever, but that's where that's where I was at last night as I was walking I was trying, I was trying to go through more scenarios. I was like, well, what what other times have I had these ideas of whether they're fears or whether they're uh, just thoughts switching your soles from your comfortable shoes to your boots because you you think you might be walking through some tall weeds so you get eight inch American made boots on you can stomp around and kick some logs and like what other times have you I I guess it's called like being prepared is what I thought I thought I was doing I was like what other times any in the recent past have you had an idea or thought that possibly contributed to an outcome that maybe could have been different and I was like we're, we're walking right now uh, we were happy that there was enough money and typically when there's two payments or some something messes up like that like some just something goes awry something doesn't work out the way I thought it was I'm off by ten dollars or five dollars fifty cents something just barely barely off I was like, oh don't worry, I'll go back, I'm gonna get a check, I'll deposit, I'll get everything straightened out. It's only forty eight hours or something, but just barely off to to where it just didn't work out. And as I'm walking, I'm thinking, Yeah, the YouTube payment, double payment. I said, typically something like this will ruin something else later on. And I was like, Not today. And I was like, and it got ruined later on. It was it, that double payment separated me from renting another scooter that's, I guess, legal or more popular, or whatever, on that part of town. It, 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 just a few dollars separated me from being able to ride another scooter, hop on, and do whatever, live happily ever after, and walk 15 fucking miles. Which should have taken me, probably at the most, four hours, at the most, round trip. It took me, it, it took me a lot longer than that. It took me about seven hours last night. To go 36 miles, it took me seven hours. Last night it did. My feet hurt. <laughs> my head hurts. Uh, my hips kind of hurt. My muscles hurt. My, uh, like... Yeah, I I don't think that they're blisters, but they're they're um, it's like uh, kind of like raw or sore from the from the sock. Gosh, I even said don't wear those socks because if you end up walking a lot, those those particular cotton socks are rough. Wear some more comfortable ones. So, yeah, i don't know if I'm fucking walking. Or whatever, put the insoles down, in We're good. I was just thinking about that now. I think I don't usually wear those socks. I don't. I don't wear cotton socks. They're like freaking sandpaper. I have nice socks. I always wear nice socks that are comfortable. That don't do that. That don't what chafe. It's weird. It's it's weird thinking about it now. It just even like these little things that I don't normally do. It's like I'll do that tonight. And it's just like yeah. and I don't know how to change my mind to just not always positive thoughts or not always whatever but just to, to change my mind into thinking this is going to work it's going to work this way I don't need a plan B I don't need to think about the worst case scenario I just need to go I need to do it this way and try to do it this way I don't need to think of like oh if this happens but well, what if this happens I need to be prepared for it from the beginning and not fuck around with other types of socks just do my normal routine and follow through with it. And that, that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to avoid misfortune or problems, um, in the future at all. Uh, I I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not easy street still. Um, I I've got a lot of, we've got a long road ahead, I'm sure. Um, but is that is, is that thought alone that I just said right there? Is that contributing to it, or <laughs> I don't? I guess it, it comes down to to not being um, well. In Shakira's podcast yesterday that I was listening to, she was talking about ignorance. Like ignorance is bliss, is what she said. And, and things you don't know about, if you, they can't bother you, if you don't know about them, is what she was saying in her podcast. So, yeah, I, I I guess if you want to acknowledge your pro- problems, that's one thing, and accept them. But if you don't even invite them in, if you're totally ignorant towards them, as it is from, from the beginning, they're not going to bother you. And, and why does God put you in certain situ- situations and scenarios where you need to make a decision, or it's a life-changing sort of uh, epiphany of, of sorts, like, why do you get put in these different scenarios and situations to have to make these decisions and to, to have these feelings, uh, supernatural, religious or otherwise? And that's that's interesting to me because it, her, her podcast made me think a lot and it, it made me want to produce better podcasts, um, better content and have better audio quality as is Particular as I can be about the audio quality. I think sometimes I get a little too comfortable with sometimes the air is on or noise in the back, shuffling around, walking around, uh, microphones in my face and stuff. So there's there's that. that. But it, it made me think, her podcast made me think of like, wow, like, this is something I've never really given much thought to lately um, at all. <clears throat> I, I don't want to be caught in a dream world of believing only positive things all the time. I'm I'm sure it's a good uh, position to take if you ever get there to where you are capable of living in a... a, You you are able to pull it off where you're living in a dream world. Um, I'd rather be a lot more realistic and and, uh, practical about things and not anti-religious or not uh, critical of spirituality. I I just want to... I just want their things to be smooth and routine and predictable and, and normal. Um, handling disruptions whenever they happen due to somebody else. If someone else makes an accident, someone else bumps into you, someone else, whatever. You drop something because someone else bumped into you. Like, things are always going to happen unless you stay locked up in a studio, in your studio all day. Which I have done sometimes just to avoid any problems from ha more problems from happening. But if you have to venture out and go into the world, you have to, you have to pay this person, you have to pay this person back. You. There's no contract. We, I didn't sign anything. He's not gonna call the police and say, oh, I just gave him this much and he didn't come to." He said he's gonna be, he's not gonna take me to court. He's not, he absolutely will not. Um, it, it's just not gonna happen. We, we trust each other. If, if I burned him, that's it, I'm done. I probably never talk to him again, probably never anything again. He would just never contact me ever again. I'd never have that um, uh, yeah, yeah, safety net or uh, that friendship would just be set or it'd be gone. It, it, I'd ruin it. Another burn bridge that I did, that I burned. And so that's how that was going to end. So there's no real consequences beso- besides like our friendship ending and everything else. But like... There's no legal consequences. There's no uh, other like um, retali- retaliatory ramifications that are going to come from him. As far as like my, I'm in physical danger now, he's going to shake me down and you know, time to pay up, kick my door in or something. I gave him zero collateral. If there's no contract, we didn't sign anything. We didn't even shake hands. It's not, It's not like that, you know. Maybe that's what makes the difference between like a total deadbeat and, and not a total deadbeat, is there's this, this drive, this honest drive, there's this honest desire um, inside of me. I, my soul, I don't know what you want to call it, but I could not let him down yesterday. Not because I said so, or not because, it was the right thing to do, it was, it, it's uh, the It, it's like it was like a uh, almost like gravity <laughs> it's like a physical force of nature that I had to follow through with i had to the gesture itself the effort itself that i was putting into to paying this person back is one thing but coming through after all that effort giving him the money that i that he so generously lent me um, to pay him back you know I had to to pay him back, to do that last night, to accomplish that last night, um, it, it was very rewarding for one. It, absolutely rewarding when I was walking down his street and, hey, I'm right around the corner, I'm gonna be there a little bit later than I thought, about four hours late. You know, it, it was the opposite of ignorance is bliss, or or maybe it was ignorance is bliss, because once I gave him that money, I was like, all right, I'll see you later. Did not waste his time. I did not try and hold him up. It was like, I'm, I'm late, I apologize. Here it is, I'll see you later, I'll talk to you later. Thanks again. He was grateful, too. We, we laughed about it. I, I did say, I did say. Uh, well, it started out as an idea to have a little adventurous scooter ride across the city. Ended up being a very big, I know I made a big mistake. Just like the Senses Fail song, uh, Sick or Sane, 2450. Or 5420, I think so. In that song, he sings, they harmonize in their album, Joshua Truth Live Album. It's an excellent album. They harmonize. Um, and and they, they, it's perfect. And, and he just, I know I made a big mistake. There's moments in, in life when there's just that realization. It's like, I know I made a big mistake. Whether it's selling two items. And expecting that money to, to, to be there, and uh, orchestrating other things, um, components around that money, expecting it to be there and not having it there, and just having the fallout from that—that's uh, a big mistake. Or just not um, considering the scooters working on certain parts of the city. That is a mistake of mine too. I didn't research. I just didn't wasn't. Uh, uh, you yeah, educated enough about it. I was too ignorant about it, but when I was walking away, walking down the street last night um, away after I gave him the money, I was like it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the night. I could walk all the way home. it doesn't matter that's done. that's taken care of it's not like I can die with a clean conscience. you know I'm out of debt, like not even close it 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 was that's done. we're still friends. It's not my word or anything, it's just like, I came through today, I told them today, come hell or high water, I'm gonna be there tonight. I'm gonna to give you that money back. It doesn't matter what gets in my way, I'm gonna be there tonight, I'm gonna to give you that money back, I'm gonna give you extra, and yeah, you live your life, I'll live my life. I'm need each other's help or hang out again, don't no, we'll be in touch, you know? It ended on a good note, everything's positive, everything's good, everything's great, right? At least as far as our friendship goes. and Yeah, everything is freaking trash the place here. Yeah. And I was able to have someone give me an extra $5 yesterday um, for an item that I sold them. And they said, don't, don't you have to give me an extra 5 for something? And I was like, no, no. He, he's like, but don't you just want some extra money? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I need to be more accepting sometimes, especially when I need the money. Um, So that $5 ended up getting me a water and two beers. And after I gave him that money, I'm walking back trying to find another scooter. Just Don't care how far I have to walk, I'll walk, I'll walk 20 miles. If that's, if getting home means walking 20 miles, that's what I'll do. Um, but I had that extra five and I, I bought two beers. I bought a water slammed the water was carrying the beers home, uh, carrying the beers with me and uh, you know, got a couple blocks away. And I was like, okay, that's beer one, let's, let's do it. And I, I have the cover art for this episode, too. Uh, this one that you're listening to now. Um, it's gonna be this, like, overpass bridge thing. And that's right after I had a beer. I was, I was, feeling, be- I was feeling a little bit better, rejuvenated. I was like, oh, I'll make it home now, I'll make it home now. And I was singing Senses Fail at the top of my lungs, taking pictures, um, taking night, night photos. Um, and just trying to appreciate the night, trying to appreciate the warmth, trying to appreciate like the freedom of being on top of this overpass and, and seeing the city to my right and left and north and south. And I was just really trying to take it all in and 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 think to myself, this this is such a miserable experience tonight. Walking around, scrounging around for money, and it's barely making it. And <clears throat> sometimes It's the most miserable experiences that are are the most memorable, of course, partially because they're the most miserable. But they're the most memorable, I think, a lot, is because there's like a lesson to be learned a lot of times. Or you just get something out of it. Um, Lesson or not, you you gain some wisdom, and you gain some experience of just life, walking. (laughs) My body is, is more experienced walking. You know, longer distances. Those those boots are probably a little bit more broken in. Um, just little things that you can gain, but I, I was trying to just not be disconnected and a dream world and trying to be positive. I was just trying to take it in, like life. Like, this is your life. This is where you're at right now. And you're seeing at the top of your lungs. You paid this person back. You came through. And come hell or high water, you were there tonight or last night. Big mistake or not with the scooter, you're walking. You're going to make it back home. You are. However that happens. I mean, I was looking at cars, too, as they're passing by. And I was thinking back when I had a car, you know. I was like, man, just like three minutes. A three-minute car ride is like a 30-minute walk sometimes. I was like, just like, oh, man. like I was all... uh, I wanted to ask so many people as they're pulling out of the gas station or pulling out of their driveway or something. Hey, 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 can I get a ride? Hey, hey, which way are you guys going? Hey, 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 you going downtown at all? Hey, hey, I was like, to me, it's like, it's me. I'm I'm harmless. I'm not going to hurt you. I'll wear a mask or whatever. I'll just sit in the back and be quiet. Please just drive me three minutes that way. I'll jump out. and We're good. Like, I know it's me. They don't know it's me, though. And And so I was thinking, like, well, what if somebody, asked, someone wearing a backpack, and because <laughs> I'm wearing a backpack, um, like someone wearing a backpack approaches me, who I don't know, and he's like, "Hey, hey, you going, you going west at all? You gotta head, you're headed west. You going downtown at all? You going down? Can I get a ride?" It's like, no, <laughs> no, I don't know who you are. Like. Uh, we're being in the car together and breathing on me or what. I don't know. I don't know who you are. Sorry, I can't. But and they know they're them and I, I don't. And so that's what I was thinking last night. Just like how innocently I wanted to ask someone for a ride. And I'd hold my breath as best I could, Hold my head out the window. Um, yeah, But I didn't, of course. I just kept walking. But it was, it was interesting just to think like, man, three minutes in, in a car right now would get me to another scooter, back on that side of town, and and we'll be good. And last night, uh, I I might end it more right here, but, um, yeah, I'll probably end it here in the next couple of minutes now. Uh, Like last night, I don't like looking at maps. I don't like saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? How much farther? How much farther? How much longer? How much farther? But last night, as I'm crossing the second freeway, there's two freeways in Salt Lake. There's like, like Bangor Highway all the way over to the west. And also, um, well, I don't know, anyway, uh, interstate, whatever. The two of so I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but there's one all the way to the west. And there's one all the way to the east. As, and as I'm starting, or in the middle, and I'm, I'm starting to pass the one in the middle and work my way to the east. The second one. And I was like, so how much farther do we have to walk now? Let's just take a let's peek at the map and let's see. The nearest scooter was about, I don't even know, but I kept thinking, okay, so that's two miles, and two miles, so about three and a half more miles, three miles, we'll just go through we'll about three more miles to walk and we'll be good. It's a long night, and it's a long night of walking, but just three more miles, you can do it, you've already walked this far, and three, what's, what's three more miles? And I don't know, I don't, I don't know, um... How I, I maybe I was trying to comfort myself by saying it was three more miles or um, what, but it ended up being about like five more miles, and I, I miscalculated or whatever. Just maybe I was generalizing or estimating to carefree broad strokes, and I had a little extra, a couple extra bucks. I stopped at Seven Eleven on Redwood Road and Forty One Hundred South. And I just started having all of these, like, nostalgic flashbacks. Of, I remember skating down here 10 years ago. I remember when I used to skate down here and take the bus and the 217. Uh, I, I got lunch at that subway with my mom a couple times. I don't even know if that subway's still there. I actually, there was a Mexican restaurant that had just cars around the freaking... Uh, it, it was... The drive through was, like... had, like, an hour and a half's worth weight of cars. It was nuts. I've never seen... I don't know what Mexican, fast food Mexican restaurant that was, but I wanted to go check it out. There's also this, um, it's called like Sailor's Boiler, I think, or there's another like a seafood restaurant I wanted to go look at. So I, I saw these new places I'd never seen before, but I also had sort of a walk down memory lane, like a nostalgic walk. And um, being there on Redwood Road in, in 4100 South, that is what I considered to be like the low point of my life. That's when I, I, I consider that to be sort of the bottom of my life and I've, I've clawed and scratched my way out you know to the top or yeah back down it was weird it was weird because i had not been there like on foot walking for a good 12 years uh, yeah a good 12 years yeah, since i i had been in that same same position same like walking along redwood road and 4100 south everyone hey everyone and i was just thinking like all of these accomplishments that i've made even the those months where I was on top of the world. Everything's paid off. Money bags. Like, I would have never imagined 12 years ago that I'd, I'd ever have that, um, fortune, or I'd, I'd ever have that, uh, yeah, uh, reality in my life. Never. And, and I did. I lived it. But it was like, there I was again, walking along Redwood Road in 4100 South, like, 12 years later. No skateboard this time, either. Um... Oh, man, yeah, it's turned into a longer one. It's the third segment, whatever. So, yeah, 12 years ago, uh, I kind of was struggling with so much. Um, I moved from Phoenix to Salt Lake, and uh, I had all these ideas of being, like, into music and, and getting into the music scene here and, and writing music and recording music. And, and, and I did record a song at, at that on Redwood Road in that house. It was recorded in the house, in that bedroom. Um, all of it. And uh, so I, I, did, I did, you know, successfully accomplish some of it, uh, some, of, some of my goals. But uh, I've also matured a lot since then, and I've also experienced a lot of life over those 12 years. And that changes the whole perspective of how I see things on Redwood Road and, and 4100 South. And, um, and crossing over the Jordan River, where I used to skate um, to get exercise, because I was fat. I was fat. Yeah, my slim, slender, girlish figure that I have now. My, uh, nice legs and whatever I was like, trying to brag about my physical body. Um, 12 years ago, I was a lot younger and probably should have had a more muscular figure, but I was fat, like overweight fat. Not severely overweight, not obese, but I, I like, had boobs and stuff and a big stomach and a fat face and a fat neck and just fat I was, I was, uh, pudgy and so I started skating all day to lose weight and to look better and to try and you know get back in the swing of things and blend back in I just got too comfortable uh, for a while and I, I think also that had been my first winter in Salt Lake City uh, since moving from Phoenix and and this might not happen with everybody but uh over the winter you don't go you're not as active you don't go outside as much you don't you can't skate in the snow so a lot of times over the winter you'll just gain a few pounds whatever and if you manage it it's fine it's it's probably normal it's probably more than normal it's probably how things are supposed to work um but if you're not used to it and it's your first winter in Salt Lake, then you can probably let yourself go a little bit too much and eat too many Oreos and too, drink too much milk and just uh, snowing again, I'll just stay inside. It's too cold outside to do anything. And you know, I'm walking along and going over the Jordan River just thinking like, man, this river stinks. But I was like, I remember taking a picture right down there and I was as a selfie. And I, I, there was a bunch of graffiti behind me. And I was trying to take a selfie um, in the spring of 2010 of the same place. And here, here I am in the spring of 2022, 12 years later. And I was like, what would you tell yourself back then? If you ran into yourself tonight, um, what would you try and tell yourself? Not talk to your eight-year-old self or not go all the way back, but just, you know, 12 years is a pretty decent amount of time. But like what if you ran into yourself right now 12 years later what would you say like all the life lessons i was like i don't know i don't even know because here i am like what advice can i give myself 12 years later if we're both in the same place there's none I, i could say watch out for this or watch out for that you know be careful but even as like with with trading in the market even with like predictive analysis i can get it right um but it's just like no, nah, it, it, it's right, but it's not right. Like, no, that's what, that's what the price is going to be on this day or tomorrow or whatever, or at the end of the day today. Sometimes I'm completely wrong, but <laughs> sometimes I'm right, and it's uncanny. It's 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 hard to believe. But it doesn't make a difference. I mean, I, I could, I know that that's what was right. I know that's the answer that I had. I know that the, that was the direction I should have gone but I still chose to do something else and not in a self-sabotage kind of way it's just because I didn't believe it would do that like ah oh, that's a nice thought or yeah you got close but you know, you've been wrong before and uh, that's kind of how it is like if I had to tell myself unless it was like specific dates but even then you, if you were to tell yourself like you're, the scooter doesn't work on the west side like that does, that's not going to help me 12 years ago I'm not going to remember that on May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, it's Yeah, I'm not. That's not going to be circled on my calendar or anything. If, if it was twelve years ago, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to remember it. It doesn't matter. So I couldn't give myself any advice really, and especially because I'm in the same place. Like, well, who are you to who are you to tell me like, what advice or what's going to work and what's not? It just might seem hypocritical. It's not going to have. Any merit? It's not gonna have any weight to it. If anything, I just probably like so I could just probably give up now and just save our, <laughs> save ourselves the t- save myself twelve years of ups and downs and misery. Yeah. I'm not gonna carry it in one way or the other. and that's what it is, and it doesn't matter what I could say to myself. It doesn't. It just doesn't matter. I was in the same place, uh, no money, and walking. I don't know why God or fate or Mother Nature puts us in different scenarios or gives us different choices in life. I don't know why people make choices that they make and how it interferes with you or malicious people or people that just want to ruin your day or steal your money or do whatever. Um, I don't get that. I really I really don't. But there, there's no, there's no way to understand it. There's no way to explain it. There's no way to try to anticipate it really even. Like, things will happen, they happen, that's life. Um, so, yeah, in conclusion, there's not... There's really not anything that you can do besides just have money saved, I guess, in, in an attempt to prepare for things. And But where do you draw the line um, of, like, greed and saving and then not sharing and, and, and judgments... And I guess, yeah, to, to really wrap it up here, like how do you, how do you differentiate what are practical, realistic thoughts and contingency plan and, uh, being prepared, I guess for the worst, um, like how how do you separate that from in, inviting these like self-fulfilling prophecies or, uh, you, know, you open the door to that thought or you kind of subconsciously did it. So by trying to prepare for something, the very act of preparing for it, you caused it. I like. I don't. I still am hesitant to even kind of entertain that idea. And this is the wise wisdom from my dad, right? Like he's saying, like, what are you doing? You know, you're doing this yourself. Like, what are you doing? And there, you know, the other question of like, uh, like with Shakira and her podcast, like, um. how far do you take it when it comes to ignorance being bliss when you you just want to ignore the possibility of a a negative outcome um, and then not be prepared for whatever because you don't have to be because it's not going to happen right I don't know Like how do you plan for that how do you not plant seeds of misfortune future misfortune misery and how do you not be ignorant to the possibility of things not working out um uh, you know when they don't then maybe it is mindset, maybe it is just like not accepting things not working i don't know I guess I'm trying to figure it out with everybody else right now too, you know, even when I did have all the answers and was on top of the world um I think the one thing though that might have changed since being on top of the world now is that i'm a lot more humble and a lot more uh, I have a lot more humility because of things that I didn't plan for and things that did happen. Um, things that I expected to work that have always worked for 20 years and just didn't work this time. No, I didn't have a backup plan, no. I've done this for 20 years. It's worked maybe not as smoothly sometimes or there's been you know, a couple of hiccups here and there. But it's always worked after you know 10 days or so. You get it straightened out and it works. This time though, it just didn't work at all. After twenty years of, of expecting it, of experiencing it, it, just did not work, and it ruined so much. So how how do you prepare for that? Um, besides having like a little nest egg or whatever, like how how do you do that So just not completely high and dry? And how do you do it um, in a way where you don't become like uh, hyper religious and almost like um, uh, delusional? Uh, yeah, like. How do you keep it from becoming delusional and out of touch and disconnected? But also practical, realistic, how do you do it? If it's something that you've experienced for 20 years and you never had a back, you didn't need one. I'm not sure I don't have the answer for that. I think some people do kind of go into certain things with like an exit scam in, in place. I think... Some people do build trust and they, and they do uh, build relationships uh, specifically to rip you off later for the most that they can. About borrow 500, 500, 500, and then they'll ask for 2000 or 1500, and then that's when they're, they're gone. So I think some people kind of set out to do certain things that way and intentionally do it, um, but also others don't. But how do you know? And how do you prepare for it? I wish I knew, but um you there's no way to tell someone 's intentions because the person I paid back yesterday and, and went out of my way to extremes to pay him back uh, i 've always been on time, always been trustworthy whatever, and I had zero intention of ripping them off. but how are they supposed to know that i don't I don 't think there's any way to know you'd have to be able to be from the future, predict the future um So I guess the moral of the story is don't live your life in complete ignorance and don't be completely delusional and disconnected either. And also to make sure to check out Carefree and Black Diaries with Shakira White. Um, I think you'll be impressed with some of the things that she has to say in her podcast, even just the production value of it's inspired me to to try and make this episode a little bit better. And uh, just to, again, to, to remind others, to like just let's try and be better to each other. But keep a couple extra bucks in the car, in your pocket. Whenever you're going downtown, try to grab fifty cents or just some something extra, a couple dollars in cash, and give them, give that money to somebody with a sign or who needs it. Really, two dollars in a jar, eight quarters in a jar on your dresser. Just sitting there, it's not gonna do anything for you. Eight quarters to someone on the street, it, it can it can do everything. It can get them some water for the day, you know, some clean water for the day to drink, to survive, to help them, to you know, put a smile on their face. Right. I think if anything, if anything, from this episode, just let's be better to each other and let's let's trust each other a little bit more. Um, as far as like. Like, from person to, like, our souls, you know. Let's just trust, let's try and pretend that people are better and then stop judging. If we're wrong, we're wrong. But let's just try and give people the benefit of the doubt here and, and really try to be more generous and charitable. Um, yesterday, I sold a few items locally uh, for less expensive, for, for less than what they were worth. But it was such a huge relief to have sold them And also just to know that they're gonna get used and I don't have to worry about them. I got some cash for them and I'm happy about it. It it just was like a weight off my shoulders. And so I I need to be less hesitant with parting ways with some of my belongings and things. And I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to do as far as uh, who I am as a person and a lot more growing to do when I, I think I've got everything figured out, you know? But yeah, yeah, in conclusion, in conclusion, just give people a chance here. Give people a chance and try to be more generous and try to be more charitable. If you have extra, try to give it to others. And and let's uh, just try and help each other. But yeah, that's it.